Hey, welcome to Dad to the Bone, where two dads sit around and talk about dad stuff and wonder, does it count as positive protein, the fact that um, that the Reese's peanut butter cup trees have four grams of protein in them? Does that count as like a positive? Yes. Yes. 1,000 times over. Okay. I mean, I'm, going it, with that. I'm with that. If it doesn't count, I say I'm going to make it count. Now, the bad part is just ignore all the sugar. So, like, if you want to be diabetic, right path. If you don't, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there's zero grams of sugar, and like, I think it's just straight protein, actually. <laughs> okay. I, I think I think that's true, and I think therefore I am. So there, there, it it's <laughs> true. Right. Okay, Sam, I am it officially on the internet. Therefore, it's fact. So this sounds like something my dad used to talk to me about. He had me convinced for a while that there was such a thing as diet cake. So he would get these cakes made and he'd be like, it's diet cake. Try it. And I was like, it's diet cake? He's like, yeah, it's diet cake. Wow, that tastes <laughs> just like regular cake. He's like, it's magic. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. I said, Dad, uh, I don't think this is diet cake. He's like, what? And finally he was like, what? It's a part of a diet. Just go with it. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's part of the diet. It's part of something you're eating. Therefore, it's a diet cake. Yeah. How you doing, oh, man? Dude, I'm good, man. We are full swing into season five, and it's been awesome. Yeah, it has. Yeah. You know, I've been, I've really enjoyed having all these different guests and all these different dads and these different perspectives, uh, just sort of sharing their stories, you know? Absolutely. You know, uh, as we, we turn over a new leaf here, I got to tell you, um, I've oh, been uh, thinking about working out more. I see in your eyes. No, I'm just saying, I'm thinking about working out more. What are you talking about? I just, you know, it. With new seasons, new years, I'm just, you know, everybody wants to kind of get buff, and I'm trying to get buff too, you know? Actually, okay, I'm not. Okay. I, th I thought there was a dad joke coming right there, and I was like, nah, man. I see it in your eyes. You're setting it up. Nah, man. No, no dad joke there. I mean, you know, but if you want one, I got one. Okay, I give mean, it to me. You know, when you think about it, though, and uh, you know what? Let's forget the dad joke. So let's just, <laughs> let's just talk. Let's just talk about, you know, when you think about it, have you ever thought about like which is faster, hot or cold? Which is faster? Yeah, you ever thought about that? Like which is faster, hot or cold? I mean, I just I, I guess I assume cold just because when I turn on the faucet, that comes out first. True. And also, um, hot is faster because you can catch a cold. So <laughs> just let it. Let it let it breathe for a sec. Just let it, because you can, oh, no. you know, because you can you can catch a cold. So you can hot. Catch, right. Yeah. Hey. Wait, hey, is your refrigerator running? <laughs> you better go catch it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that was that wasn't one of my better ones, but you know what? It was. You know which one? The acorn one has been getting a lot of a lot of traffic. That one is. Oh, you know, has it? You remember the acorn one? Yeah, it's like uh, something in a nutshell or something, right? Yeah, like I took my daughter for a walk and she said, you know, Dad, can you tell me the story of a of a acorn? I was like, well, in a nutshell, it's an oak tree. So, and, you know. Yeah, oak it, tree it, in a nutshell. It is what it is. And well, it is what it is, man. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for today's uh, show. I know uh, my jokes have been, I feel like they've been getting hot or cold, speaking of which. But I'm really okay. excited to bring on our guest for today. But um, you're preferring the hot because you can catch a cold. <laughs> Yeah, um, because I think that uh, what he has to bring to the conversation is phenomenal. He is a Detroit native, born and grew up in uh, Detroit and also in Metro Detroit in Oak Park, Michigan. Um, he's a, a licensed professional counselor. Uh, he's a therapist. That means he's got like uh, letters after his name when he writes an email. Yeah, so he's one of those guys that like yeah. has letters after his names and so... Yeah. When folks see that, they're like, oh, okay, oh. that guy knows something. Oh, so they're important. Yeah, they're like, oh, you must know. You know what that means. That means you charge more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It means so, you paid for those letters, so now I got to pay for those letters. <laughs> yeah, that means now I got to pay for them. But yeah. he's, uh, he's been married for 14 years, been with his wife for 16 years, and he's got three kids, two of which are twins. And um, I've always wanted twins, as a matter of fact. I, I think twins are awesome. I'm, I'm curious to see what... <laughs> Curious to see what his thoughts are. But. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just, I'm working through this graphic thing. So people watching, bear with me. 
So yeah, he's uh, and he said his favorite thing about being a dad is being a provider for his kids. And he loves the fact that he provides them with safety and the ability to be physically, emotionally, and mentally secure. Guys, that is the response of a counselor if I've ever heard one. So why don't I bring him hey, up? He's looking buff in that picture, too. Yeah. Diesel, right? Let me bring him into the conversation. Wes, welcome. How you doing, man? What's going man. on, man? Quinn and Sam, you, you two are funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, thank you for the invite, man. What an honor to be with the two of you today. Thank you. Welcome to Dad to the Bone, man. We're excited can you, to have can you. you. Just, can you strike that pose that was in that picture? I just want to see the buffness of real life. That's it. Yeah. It's butt fat. It's like <laughs> buff and fatness mixed together. Buff. Oh, I got that. I got that. You know, it's, it, it comes. It comes. I lean heavier towards the fat minus the buff, but you know, it, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Nope. yeah. Nobody count. Wes, tell me, what's the most dad thing you did today? The most dad thing I did today. Today or in the last week? Like, what's the most dad thing you've done recently? Like, I for example, say, oh, yeah, you got one? Go ahead. Yeah, I got one. Um, what's today? Um, so the other day, me and my kids, we got together and we're working through a book on how to defend our faith. So what is faith? How to defend it? Um, so I lead that up because my kids are forever asking me 5,000 questions as though I am a Bible scholar and I am far from that. Uh, <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's a fun, fun thing that we do. And once again, they were asking me all the questions and yeah, that's why we're reading and studying together. So I'm heading that up and it's fun because I'm learning and they learn it. So. <laughs> They're like, Dan, did you know that? You're like, uh, of course I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they think because I went to seminary, I just know everything. And, <laughs> yeah. well, your dad thing is studying your faith with your kids, and my dad thing was playing Operation. So what what, what are we doing? Listen, my dad thing was dominating my kids in Uno. They never remember to say Uno when they get one card. I'm like, Uno, draw two. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, also, another, well, more fun and active, I sat back and watched them play Fortnite. Okay. Oh. I don't. I don't know Fortnite. Do you know Fortnite, Sam? My kids are. My kids are too young, man. My kids. Okay. You know. You know. They don't. They don't do all that. But I do know what it is. I have. I have nephews and nieces, and they are like. They're about about it. Like. Yeah. yeah we got the. We got the Fortnite Nerf guns just because those are the dopest looking Nerf guns. <laughs> right. Right. So I mean, like, I know you dance and you shoot. So I. I think that's the whole point. Like you shoot and you, you dance. Yeah. Isn't that in a nutshell? No, it's, a, it's a shooting game basically, uh, but for kids. You know, so it, it's not like um, what's not the, gory and yeah, not a lot of the swearing and all the blood stuff. Like yeah. um, I'm trying to think of the other PlayStation game, but anyway, it can't it can't come to my mind right now. So, oh well, that's that's awesome. We probably uh, we should probably stay away from that part of the conversation anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Heard about being a dad? We supposed to know all of that. Uh, Dude, I tell you what, man, the things that we're supposed to know now. So I, I just got to a pinnacle with my oldest daughter. I haven't got to a pinnacle, but I think we're reaching a point. So like with my family, we've been doing a lot of Zoom calls. And like we're kind of at this point where she thinks she knows about more about technology than I do. And I'm still like, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, 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 no. Papa knows yeah. best. <laughs> She's yeah. like, Dad, you just got to do this. And I'm like, sweetie, I invented this. I know how to do it. Yeah. But I recognize yeah. she's about to pass me. Are you guys there? Oh man, I am. My I, my oldest son actually he edit videos and he's we call him the tech man. So he's our tech man. There's a lot of stuff I don't know. So he's more engaging. I I like to believe he's gonna be going in the field of engineering and technology, and that's that's his thing. So I try to build him up by giving him more responsibility. Edit this video or yeah. edit, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Now, Wes, tell me about twins, man. What what is that? What is that? Because not a lot of people can can say, yo, I got twins. That's a unique experience. Tell me about it, man. Unique is. Yeah. What a word. Um, <laughs> it, it's an awesome experience, to be honest with you. It's like I don't know no better. So for what I mean by that is my wife and I, you know, our first children were our twins. And then we had Austin um, a few years after. Austin was more difficult than the twins. The twins, in my, from my perspective, they were easy. They entertained each other. We did not really, we don't know no better. So outside of buying 
two of everything. So I have fraternal boy and girl. So um, we had to buy two of everything. They went through everything uh, very fast. So girl toys, boy toys. And so your budget definitely goes up significantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, <laughs> no, no better. Um, I feel like our hands were full with just one. It was easier with the twins. But it, it's cool, though, because you see they have they little twin language and you know i can recall you know yelling at my son when he was smaller like hey don't do that and his sister is over there like like <laughs> all emotional i'm like what are you emotional for i wasn't even talking to you but you know, they feel each other but no nah, it, it's cool so um my my son he's oldest by uh two minutes so okay. um but his sister is taller than him and everybody thinks she's like two to three years older than him. oh wow no, boy yeah it's fun though it, it's no, fun. They're, they're 11 right they are 11 they turn 12 on july 3rd yeah so okay okay, okay. So, so does she boss him around a little bit or is she kind she of boss he's she she's the boss yeah, not, yeah. yeah. now when, when in the pregnancy did you know it was twins uh oh man cool story so uh, i gotta tell the short version i'm very long-winded but i want to say it was in anywhere between 18 weeks and 23 weeks my wife was like um no offense to all the ladies listening but my wife was like super big right off out, out the jump like wow why is your stomach so big <laughs> only like seven weeks and you know all this stuff started happening and then everybody was asking her like you know are your weeks correct your weeks might be off yeah. so we found out around 18 anywhere between 18 23 and um when it happened just know there was a lot of spit slob coming out of my mouth in a puddle <laughs> on the floor and that's a true story i'm not making that up yeah. i was like this you are so i always thought having twins would be exciting though with the bogo situation when no. you well it was a lot it was first i was scared because the the nurse she was like here's a baby and i was excited but i saw the nurse face change so she was like here's the baby uh -oh. <laughs> and i caught that you know as a therapist we catch everything yeah. and i was like oh my god we about to get some bad news and so i went to say what's that big black spot and she was like and here's the other one and you're like <laughs> And my wife, she's screaming and crying at the same time and all that good stuff. And I'm studying sitting there like, yeah. <laughs> now, now how, so you have twins and then one more, right? I have so one more. Does the one more feel like, are they ever out on the, on the outs of the twins? Or no. Or about all that? Or how does that go down? He, he fits the puzzle. Like he, he bring, you would think the twins do it, but Austin has a, he has a very unique personality. So he, even though he's the youngest, like they cater to him a lot, but he, he messes with his older brother all the time. He don't, he, he cannot stand not being around his older brother. And then his sister mothers him. So he loves all they got the whole little thing going on. Yeah. It, it, it's a cool, yeah. little cool dynamic to watch. That is, that's very cool. So, I mean, I know you uh, you played the drums growing up, and so you had, like, a, a little bit of that technical brain going on. So do you you said that your kid uh, gets into the computer stuff. And so when it comes to, like, having the two kids, having the one that has a sister and the one that's younger and, like, sharing in those things that you enjoy, how do you, how do you connect those two in terms of sharing with them and, like, having them all sharing it together? Man, my my... You know, I, I, I'm a faith man, so I always uh, look at the aspect of what my kids' gifts are. So, yeah, even though Brayden, he's my older child, um, the older twin, he, he's good at technology, but he knows he, he was learning how to play the piano. But now he tried to pick up stuff on his on his own. Um, my daughter, she's very educational. She reads like nonstop. So if I was to punish her, only thing I have to say is no reading today. Like what type of punishment? 
and she will be devastated, like hurt real bad. And Austin punishment don't work for him. It's I, I would my breath even trying to, but he's energetic. He's very athletic, so he's my athletic Morgan. Um, and then Leilani is very educational. Brayton is very uh, technical. So as a dad, I try to invest in all of them. So um, you know, we got this background here, and it's drums and keyboards and stuff on the opposite side of my computer and Leilani always have books. Austin starts basketball next month. So, you know, they all have their own thing. So I don't try to treat them all the same. I just invest in where their gifts uh, are, you know, that's, yeah, cool. that's, that's awesome. And that's, that's kind of how my kids are. So I have, I have a whole bunch of kids. I have um, six kids, 11 and under. Right. So they're just oh, every, wow. every, every 22 months, New kid, new kid, new kid, new kid, right? Hungry, Sam, you're being fruitful and you're multiplying. No, yeah, and it's not because I love kids. It's because I really, really love my wife, you know? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we, so it's the same thing with us though, man. You know, each kid is so unique and has their own personality, their own interests, their own gifts. And so when you see that, it's, it's really cool as a dad to be able to say, okay, I'm going to hang out with this one doing this. I'm going to hang out with that one doing that. Mm -hmm. And being intentional about connecting with each of them where they are. I think that's huge. I think that's a huge point. Yeah, it's good. So you're a therapist, too. And, and I know what it's like having a therapist in the home with children and um, being married to a therapist. Um, you get no, you don't. You just get, <laughs> you get freely broken down. No, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> you can pay your copay. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like. How how does that add? I know it's a benefit in your home, like it's a benefit in mine, because there's been plenty of time where I've had I have a ton of baggage. So you grew up with me. Don't judge me. You knew that. Um I affirm. <laughs> right, which you affirm. Thank you. Um, so like how you know, how are you intentional about sharing that with your like, you know, you talked about them being individuals. How are you how are you intentional about sharing your craft with helping them to deal with their own emotional well-being? Because I felt like for our generation and in the community we grew up in, particularly, emotions weren't something you talked about. You just sucked it up and you kept moving. Yeah. You want to know something at home? Now, this may sound weird and it might take us in another direction, but at home, I'm dead. Right. I really take off the therapist hat. However, it's in me. So it comes out in my disciplining, right? I think my kids will prefer for me to yell at them and point and scream and say, get upstairs in your room. But I'm sitting down lecturing. You know, I want to, you know, express my thoughts and give examples. And they like, dude, shut up. <laughs> Just yell at me like my friends yeah, do. So like, like at home, I tell a lot of my clients, honestly, like at home, I'm a husband and I'm a dad. Um, so I don't lecture them as much, you know, or, or let me flip that. I don't counsel them as much. Uh, so I have the same struggle as dad, like, oh, I should be validating right now versus saying, get up, dude, shake it off. You'll be all right. However, <laughs> because of different events that has taken place in my family, my oldest child, for example, I, Brayton, um, I cannot really discipline as hard with him. I have to do a lot of validation with him. Now, my youngest, if I dare try that validation stuff with him, he might smack me. Like, he, he needs the, hey, dude, like, he needs that tough, roughing up stuff. I can't do that with my oldest. And so, you know, it comes out um, knowing your kids, but it, it's unique because I'm sitting here watching them uh, grow. And then I'm also thinking, you know, sometimes I jump when me and my wife, for example, she's, She's full of validation and affirming the kids. And I'm like, okay, enough. I've been doing this for like 10 hours today. So let's get kicking and give them punishment. So <laughs> me and her often, we're, we're different, right? So she's full of affirmation and a lot of validation and understanding. And I'm like, I'm ready to come in and just lay down the law. Like, no, no, you give me your computer. You on punishment. And you think it would be different, like, because I'm the therapist. So that's why I say at home, I'm dead. You know, my wife is really like the therapist. But when we are alone, that's when the therapist kick in because I start I start analyzing their behavior and say, dear, but did you hear what he said? You got caught in the emotions. I was listening to what he said. 
right? It's like wow. the therapist, the therapist of me come out when I'm one-on-one -on -one with my wife, not so much with my kids, but when we're when we're out in public driving in the car, it comes out a little bit. <laughs> now, now what is does your wife work outside the home as well? Or no? She do. She's, she, she works for the federal government. Um, and so she's uh she likes to believe she bit time. She is though. She she's a bit tired. <laughs> I, she works um, in the Social Security Administration, so she uh, does a lot of that work there. So, yeah. Okay. okay, very cool. Do you, so, you know, it's funny when you talk about like being at home and not practicing what you do, I think we all have the tendency to do that. When you see like, you know, and this on Dad to the Bone and a lot of work we do is around fatherhood. And we talk about like uh, first, like what it means to be a man and then taking that to like, what does it mean for you to be a man? And like, how do you parent? And um, dealing with like the, the emotional part of it. When you, a lot of the things we deal with are around the concept of recognizing like yourself and recognizing your kid. And so like for, men trying to figure out themselves and how to like deal with their baggage and not pass it on to their kids. Like what, what do you think is a good place to start for like the lamest person who like first has to recognize that like me parenting myself versus me parenting my kid. Like, how do you, cause I know for you it's a lot easier, but you know, for, it's not like really. not to be honest, not really. It's very challenging because I'm a product of my environment. Uh, you know, my dad, you grew up around Morgan. So, why, so let me ask you a question, Quinn, based upon your experience with the Morgan men, um, mm -hmm. the coaches that were in your life, what did you receive? Uh, <laughs> did you see a lot of emotions? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. What what did you see? I, 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 I Well, I mean, you know, there was a lot of, uh, you know, stand up straight, talk yeah. properly, say hello, be respectful, you know, chin up. Uh, yeah. Maybe a smack across the back of the head. I might have received one, even though I'm not in the family. But yeah, yeah, it's not you, Mike, because we got your video tape. <laughs> you know, so it was very, it was very, um, very affirming, but in a more disciplining way. So, like you said, very strong. So I'm a product of my environment. So I'm the same way. As much as I may say I want to be different or I'm going to grow up and be different. So a lot of men say that, like, I'm going to be the best dad. I'm going to be better than my dad. And it's really not a competition. Right. So we are a product of our environment. So I'm a lot like my father. I'm very I'm very black or white very the little uh, middle ground. So like no gray area for me, it's just left or right. We don't need to talk about what's in the middle. That's me. So at home that, that struggle. So even with like, you say like the lay person, the first thing I will say that most fathers should do is do a self-assessment, right? Where do you think you need to grow? Like what areas can you grow in um, versus trying to grow, grow up and be a dad and do that based upon your personal experience because even though i love my dad even though i said i wasn't going to be like him i'm just like him like identical we are identical twins we we pack our cars alike um we travel i we we're going out of state and i'm like come on we got to be on the road as though the state that we're traveling to is going to get up and leave right <laughs> I'm like, dude, I got a 15-hour drive. So leaving at four versus leaving at nine is not gonna make a difference. It is what it is. But that's because my dad is in me. So a lot of self-awareness is a great place to start. Just being self-aware of those things that those qualities or characteristics that you have, that's the best place to start. And then just try to make adjustments as you does does that make sense, Quinn? No, it totally does. Now, I want to just make sure because you were breaking up. So is that my computer or were you guys seeing that too? No, no, I, I caught what he was saying. Okay. So maybe yeah. it was me. I, you broke oh, up. Yeah. I, I think that's huge, man. Self-awareness is huge. And I think I think that's sort of, you're right. I think it's a gateway because when you're able to be self-aware of your strengths and your weaknesses and even mm -hmm. what you're carrying on from you know your fatherhood experience of like, maybe it wasn't your dad, maybe it was an uncle or a grandpa or whoever whoever that male figure was in your life that influenced you, realizing their influence on you, but then whenever you're able to be self-aware, I think that's when you can begin to see the differences in your kids. 
you can yeah. see their strengths and their shortcomings. Like you started off this whole discussion talking about the difference in your kids and how, you know, one's a techie, one's an athlete, one's a bookworm, and they all have their own things. But in order for a dad to see that in their kids, I think it starts with them having to see that in themselves of seeing yeah. what's my strengths, what's my weaknesses, so I can see my kids' strengths and weaknesses, and then we can connect where we need to connect and how we need to connect in order to create, you know, the relationship that we're going for. One red, one red flag that we need to uh, consider as men is projection, right? We see it all the time. Um, I saw um, a clip and you guys probably saw it. It's very disgusting of a football coach smacking a little kid upside the head a couple weeks ago. And I always see these grown men projecting what they would have done or could have done back in the day when they were little. And they, they if might, I had the chance, I would have been great. You're yeah. going to be great. And we all make that mistake because like both of my sons, they, they, they're musically inclined. So they're drummers. They can pick up on, and I never taught them anything. I never taught them how to play, but they literally can sit down and just play easily without me even teaching them. But I can project on them and start, you know, my insecurities as a drummer, like you need to be on beat. Don't slow down. And, and okay, you're not practicing enough. Like, well, yeah, yeah. that's what I heard. So oftentimes as dad, we make that same mistake. We we project our insecurities and we project our trauma onto our kids. So then that blocks our ability, Sam, what you were saying, it blocks our ability to see the qualities of each kid because we're too busy trying to project our identity onto them. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge, man. That's yeah. huge. It's a fine line too, because I, I worry about that. I worry about my projection versus... Uh, making sure they're getting that proper reinforcement because, you know, um, I do recognize that sometimes like I want to be more organized. I want to be more, you know, put together. Uh, and that's me, but I also want my kids to have a sense of organization, a sense of being prepared, a sense of knowing a sense of urgency too. And yeah. so, so I, I battle sometimes with, you know, okay, is this me deal with my stuff or am I trying to like help them? Because sometimes I'm like, no, your room's dirty. You can't do anything until you clean your room. Can't go anywhere. You can't read a book. You can't do anything. You can't live in this room. But you know, that's a little bit of my anxiety because I just, you know, I, I get caught up in that. Like you're going to be better to me. And so it, it, it is a real challenge to not project that. Yeah. I think if you ask yourself why, we never take the time and ask ourselves why. So why do your kids' room need to be clean? Why do they need to be neat? Because I see a few traits in my kids that are very more so like their mother. And it's like completely different than me. And I can be like, no, don't do that. But I see similarities of where they learn it from. And so you got to ask yourself, why am I teaching you this? So I, okay, let, let me share this one. So I'll be very vulnerable with you. So the last week, Friday, I picked my kids up and actually it was Thursday. So I picked my kids up and um, they tell me about their retake test. I was like, how did it go? And they was like, fine. Now the twins are like all A students, ne no issues in school at all. Um, Austin, he's a very good student. He's almost to like, he doesn't get grades, but he does, he does wonderful. But I was in teaching mode. Yeah, we just call it teaching mode. So <laughs> I tell I tell them, they tell me, yeah, dad, you know, because Wednesday they took the test and then the teachers emailed something for the whole class. I guess some of the students missed something. And um, one of the twins were like, yeah, we're going to actually both of us. We're just going to take a few other parts of the test over. So instantly I start thinking future high school and college. There's no retake. Like, get this out of your head now. Is that actually true? Because the school district that they go to, they do a lot of retakes. Quinn, how many retakes did we get in high school? Oh, zero. I got zero as well. Actually, actually, we failed. Yeah, I was about to say, if you went to summer school, you got one. Right. It, so, it, so, and that's why I say ask why, because here I am trying to tell my kids that retaking a test is not a thing, but in their school district, it is a thing, but I, so my daughter says, and, I, and I'll and i be done with this. So my daughter says, dad, it seemed like you disappointed that we took a retake. That was a punch. That was a blow. I'm like, oh God. 
So then the first thing I asked myself, you did not validate. You didn't tell him good job. You just went right into lecture mode. So I was like, no, listen, the last thing I'm worried about is y'all in school. And instantly I saw a smile. I'm like, both of y'all are like all eight students. I could care less about you taking a retake test. I was lying. I do care. <laughs> that's just like an example and now we cleaned it up and i told him great job and all that but going back to your point quinn i'm trying to prepare my kids not to rely and i was able to explain this to them don't rely on retakes knock it out the first time because in life sometimes you don't know when you're going to be able to have a retake in right. college they might give you one and sometimes they won't and I explained to them in high school, I didn't have none. So, and then we had a long discussion all the way home about what, why is high school so serious? Because everybody tends to talk about high school being so serious. Yes, man. I'm with you. I mean, you know, I think about how, and I will bring the racial component into it. Like, it just doesn't always feel like we get an extra chance. Like, we don't always get that extra redo or that that slack. And, you know, it's... It's important to me that my kids recognize that race is a factor for them and that, mm -hmm. you know, they might see people get like a chance that they might not get. So you don't expect it. And so that's hard, man. That's hard because yeah. that's the reality. And I don't ever want them to not I don't ever want them to take it that for granted that that is a, a fact that, that they might see and that challenges they're going to face. So it's hard, yeah. man. That That's a tough cook. That's a tough cookie really to wrestle with because we want just like i tell my boys when i travel out of state i tell my boys you are the man of the house that means the light should be on outside before you go to bed the door should be locked check the patio door so i'm teaching them things on how to provide security so i'm installing that into them when i'm when they were two so they running around in diapers telling their mom i'm the man of the house daddy says so <laughs> my bad dear but i'm raising two boys i gotta put it in them but it's like it it's we have to be real with them, but also be mindful of their age. Now, according based upon what you and your wife feel comfortable with, like, for example, me and my wife, I refuse to allow anybody to teach my kids anything that is not that me and my wife has not approved of. Well, eight hours, eight to 10 hours out of each day, my kids are at school around their friends and around people that I don't know. So it's imperative that I be the first one to teach them. That's why my kids can come on your show right now. They'll tell you everything about sex. I mean, everything, all the details they get that. Why? Because I exposed them to that. I taught them that, but I also taught them. You are not to go to school and talk about this because I don't know how other parents, you know, are raising their kids. And I want to be respectful of that. But in this house, I expose them to everything for racism. So it all depends on what you and your wife are comfortable with versus trying to take that responsibility on your own. Because dads get so caught up in our heads and we think we got to do five million things and we forget we got a partner. Yeah. That's huge. I'm so thankful for my partner. <laughs> me, me and you both. <laughs> Yeah, and, and when we be we be remiss that we didn't acknowledge that some of the dads out there, you know, different situations. So different dads aren't with their partner anymore, and you know, co-parenting is a thing, and single parenting too. And but yeah, it's you 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 one hundred percent right. Yeah. So I got one final question for you, and maybe Sam has another. But um, if you had the opportunity to go back in time and tell yourself or tell a younger version of yourself or a new dad, something, a bit of advice, some knowledge, something to pass along, something you wish you knew, what, what would that advice be? This is your big moment. This is like your, your mic drop moment. This is your, your tweetable moment. So, so uh, don't, don't let it pass. <laughs> oh, no pressure. Thanks, Sam. None <laughs> yeah, nothing. It's all riding on you, champ. Don't yeah. mess it up. <laughs> I will tell every dad and I will tell myself that it's going to be okay. Literally, it's going to be okay. I know that sounds very uh, surface level and not deep at all, but it's really, that's, that's the truth. Here's why. One kid, two kids, it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is going to be okay. I started off 
Um, I started off being engaged with no money, <laughs> getting married, no money. And then we had kids, no money. And I, my first job I had, like, here's the thing about me and my wife. My wife income from us being dating has went like this, skyrocketed, literally from dating. Yeah. Mine has... Let me just dust some of that. <laughs> my, my, mine was like buried horribly. It just came up missing. One day it came back, right? So there's insecurities there. And then you have all of these um, societal norms and all these things we put into our heads and saying as men, we have to do this. And so I put a lot of unwanted pressure on myself, telling myself that, I had to provide. I had to make sure that we're in a good location, a very good house. So I wasn't just um, big on trying to impress people, but I was big on trying to fulfill those promises that I told my wife what I wanted to do for her. And so, you know, starting off a job of like thirty five thousand dollars in 2006 to now I'm like triple that, possibly more of that of income. So. Starting off, I would tell my younger self that it's going to be okay and relax. So I put a lot of anxiety on myself and trying to be everything when I just needed to be me. So I'll tell my younger self that I tell the new dads that that it's going to be okay because we don't know what tomorrow holds. We really don't. Right. I can you can spend all day trying to build up your income or build up your identity and lose it the very next day. So just be mindful, be present and be okay. Right. So another thing, everything is going to be okay. And then the second thing, maybe last thing I'll say is be, be present. So when you are at, when you are at home, be at home, right? When you're playing with the kids, play with the kids. When you out with the fellas, play with the fellas, enjoy yourself, but be mindful and be, um, be present in the moment because you don't that time from the time that they are born and that's their age it goes by so fast my my the twins are over here talking about high school and i'm like oh my like if you don't watch, like be quiet to <laughs> like no you're right now you're the sixth grade we're gonna stay in the sixth grade we're not now, here's yeah. my question to you on that and it's just a joke but what what you gonna do when your son's walking around with his shirt off? And you can be like, hey, hey, put your shirt on. I know what you're doing. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell him the same thing my my dad told me. What's that? Don't cut your chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 you know what, cool? I, I I'm different though, man. Like I'm different. <laughs> I grew up, my mom, you know, very religious and stuff. My dad didn't jump on the spiritual train stuff until like I was 18. But my mom was real serious. You know, you can't have sex because God says so, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that ain't good enough for me. So let me go have sex to go figure out why I shouldn't, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I teach my kids everything. They, they, hear, they hear conversations with me and my boys. They laugh at them. I expose my kids to a lot because it's my job to show them balance, right? So I don't want them to just be so, you know, spiritually spiritual that they don't even know how to operate in the natural just to say hello to their neighbor. Don't want them to be judgmental. So I expose my kids to a lot. So that's what I mean by being present, man. Just have fun with your kids. All that other stuff, 401k, all that that stuff will come, man. It, it will really come. But the best thing, um, okay, I, I'm running. Can I give y'all the top three? I heard this at a funeral when my twins was born. And I was like, oh my God, I will never forget this. I heard a preacher say, the best things that you can give your kids is time, love, and discipline. And I added a fourth one to that, consistency. Mm. That's huge, man. That's huge. And I love... I, love, I know you said it, it was elementary or simplistic or whatever, but but the it's going to be okay is so important because I feel like there's so many dads, um, you know, like you said, got engaged, had no money, got married, had no money, had kids, had no money. I mean, that's everything. I ain't had none, like for real. I think I got engaged with like $15 in my bank. No, for real. And I th But the thing is, that's everybody's story. And they're like, oh, well, I'm going to wait till till I get enough money to do this. Or I'm going to wait till I get my money right to do that. And it's like, bro, let's be real. Your money ain't going to be right. Just do it. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be okay. <laughs> I had yeah. 
I introduced my wife to my brothers and my, my parents. And my brother was like, I brought her to my cousin's wedding in New Jersey. And it was a big, big wedding. I was in the wedding. And um, everybody was like, bro, she it. Like, when you popping the question? And I remember maybe like a couple, like maybe six months later, you know, everybody all in my ear. Me and my wife only been dating barely a year. My brother's bro, you need to marry her. And I remember telling my brother, man, I'm not thinking about marriage. I need at least two and a half, three more years. I need some money. And he, I thought it was an insult. So I hung the phone up on him. He told me, you never going to have enough money with beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and so being all in my feelings, I hung the phone up. And then he called me back. Stop being a little beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you know, for the sake of the show. And yeah. he, when I'm saying to you, you will never reach that point where it's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a word right there. It like, is. And so you just why need to know. Okay. Yeah. Just be, is everything is going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Because I know there's probably a lot of dads watching our show that are freaking out. Mm-hmm. Got babies coming. Got situations. They don't think it's going to be okay. That's a huge encouragement, man. I think a lot of people need to hear that. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It be is. All right. I love it. That's the, I think that's one of the things we wanted, we talked about this season is talking about people look at the success and they need to look at the struggle. And yeah. I think that's what we want to speak to more. That's is speaking to the struggle. You know, people always look at a finished product, but they don't look what it took to get there. You know, I, I wish I could remember the quote, but somebody was, it was Jay-Z talking about, he was like, he was talking about himself in third person. He's like, He's like, everybody wants to be Jay-Z now. They don't want to be Jay-Z who was on the corner. They don't want to be Jay-Z who was like, you know, selling mixtapes out the trunk. They want to be the guy who they, they see now. And yeah. I, that resonates because it's true. People, you know, they see you with a, a brand new car and they don't realize what it took for you to get that. They just see you got it. So. Pain, pain is progress. Yeah. yeah. That's huge, man. Yeah. Well, Wes, I want to thank you for uh, for being a guest today. You are, uh, you know, officially dad to the bone. Thank you for for blessing us. Hey, before uh, you go, uh, where can people reach out to you? Where do you want people to? I know you got a podcast coming out too soon, right? I uh, do. I have a podcast. Did I jump the gun? You tell them. Uh, you, you didn't jump the gun. It's all right. It, sometime in January, I believe. Um, and if not in January, just wait, you know, because anything I do, I want to do it well. But it's it's called Everything Renewed. My it's my family business, um, and so part of our family business will be a podcast. So we're going to be talking from different aspects, you know. So I think I'm going to have you and Sam on it too, um, and hopefully if we, after COVID and we do a real live show, you know, got the all the whole the whole nine yards. But no, so you can find me um, at renewedcounselingservices.com. It's my website, Renewed Counseling on Instagram and Facebook. So that's where you can reach me at. All right, well. Renewed Counseling Services. Renewed Counseling Services. Love it. Renewed Counseling Services. I just wanted to say it because you, you say it three times and people remember it, man. That's, okay. that's all right. And if they are in the Grand Rapids area, tell them to hit me up. You know, sometimes I may I make trips down to the east side of the state and do a few things too. So, okay, Absolutely. excellent, very cool. All right, Wes, thank you, sir. Well, sir, thank you too. Appreciate Thanks, it. Man. That was fun. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah, he was he was dropping some knowledge. He had some good stuff to say. Yeah, absolutely. It's you know I think every time we have somebody on this show, I really appreciate them more and. It reminds me about this struggle, not this struggle, but this journey of fatherhood we're on and how like, man, we're really in this together. We are. And we're in so many different places at so many different times in our journey. Um, You know, just it's it's really cool to see that, you know, it's really cool. You know, we've had Eric on the show and he's got older kids. And then we had Josh on the show who was he's got younger kids. And then to have Wes on here, who's got kind of. He's got the twin aspect, which is different. Yeah. You know, the trio and the whole deal. And it's really cool to see just where people are, you know, professionally, where they are with their co parenting and their, um, look, look at this guy. Thinks he's being sneaky. Yeah. I love it. Don't be suspicious. Don't be yeah, exactly. Suspicious. He walked by and grabbed the Hershey kiss off the counter. And by thinking I don't see him because I'm talking to the computer. Of course. <laughs> And I love how you just put him on notice like a dad does. Like, yeah, oh, I'm like, look at this guy here. here. And he runs by. <laughs> you, know, you know, I, you know, the thing that he said 
that resonates with me the most. And it's something I think we all need is that affirmation. Like, it's okay, dude. (laughs) You're okay. Like you stop, stop looking at other people is the way I break it down. Stop looking at them. That's true. And you know what? I think that's lacking so much in fatherhood because if we're being honest, and at least in our generation of dads, we probably didn't get a lot of affirmation. I haven't talked to a lot of dads my age who got a lot of affirmation from their dads because mm-hmm. those dads didn't get it from their dads. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it hasn't been like a, a generational cyclical thing. And so for us, our natural bend obviously is to project what we've experienced from our position. And so we don't go to the affirmation right away a lot of times. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so mm-hmm. tonight, I think it, I think you're right. I think it's a solid reminder of like, yo, Affirmation, man, it's so important for by us as their dad. You know? you know what made me more do it is recognizing I have daughters and recognizing uh, I don't want too many knuckleheads at my door, no more than need to be. And that comes from me being like, not only just saying you're beautiful, but like when my daughters, I don't just say like you're beautiful. I say you're confident, you're strong, you're beautiful, you're courageous. Dude, you're, I, call you're, my, I call my daughter, I call my daughters trailblazers. I say, girl, you are a trailblazer. You're yes. a leader. You're brilliant. You're yes. smart. You're yes. brave. You're powerful. Yes. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all on that game, man. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, like you are amazing and you are a learner. And even when you lose, you, like I, I feel you, man. Like just. Oh, yeah, you go in hard because ultimately, I mean, we are. We're setting the bar. We're setting the standard. Yeah. You know, you're not going to have some scumbag coming in, treating them like junk when their daddy treats them like, like gold. They are. Yeah. Like gold. Like giving yeah. them all hugs and kisses and like yeah. I love you. And, for, and giving them forgiveness too. Like giving your, your children forgiveness and that confidence that you. You know, the, the best thing I love about my kids is when, like, they know they did something wrong, but when I, they still know that I love them. Like, that makes me feel so much like I'm doing the right thing because I need them to know that, like, even when you screw up, even when I'm not happy with your choices, you're still loved. So dude, don't don't think that changes. There's something that regularly comes out of my mouth. Even when they're, when they're in trouble, when they're not in trouble, I just say, hey, you know, you know I love you, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, and there is absolutely nothing you could ever do to make me stop loving you, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, good. I just want you to know that. You know what I mean? Yeah, some kind of corny, but like, I'm still, I'm choking up. And they're like, yeah, dad, we know. I'm like, but but, but do you really know? (laughs) It's not corny. It's not corny, bro, because it tells them that you are human and that you have feelings and emotions and you hurt. And, you know, I also think it teaches them a lesson about passion too and being passionate about something and people and what that really looks like. And so, you know, we love isn't always just like, uh, oh, go get him, Johnny. Sometimes it is a little bit harder and like keeping them on the right path. But let's shift gears, man, because we could we could keep this going. Let's shift gears to our resource segment. Typically, at the end of every episode, you know, we have a good conversation, but we also like to provide you with a tip, a trick, like a website, a book, or something. And for today's show, what we wanted to talk about was uh, ASQ and uh, help me grow. Help me grow is a, a nonprofit, uh, Help Me Grow Wayne in specific. It talks about um, just helping kids to be better kids and helping them to grow. One of the things that they offer is a thing called an ASQ, which is the Ages and Stages Questionnaire. And it just asks simple questions from a young stage is about you know, kind of helping you and the kid to understand developmentally where they are comparatively to their peers. So yeah, yeah. You know. it's an evaluation to, it's, it's essentially, it's a resource for parents to sort of get a grasp on where their kids are developmentally, right? So yeah. it, it, even if you're from, it's from two months old all the way to five years old. So anywhere in that early childhood, you know, before they get to preschool, because oftentimes when your kids get to preschool or GSARP or wherever they, they are, um, the teachers start doing evaluations and they kind of let you know, but how are we supposed to know as dads and as as parents before they get to the school age level that our kids are doing okay, right? It's like, oh, wow, little Johnny stacked up three blocks. Everyone else is stacking up 30, and I'm impressed with three. Like, what's the deal? You know I, I mean? How do we know those things? We just don't. Yeah. We grow is an awesome resource um, for for people to be able to evaluate that. So you're like you said, they take the ASQ, which is this ages and stages thing, which is like, hey, little Johnny is six months old. It's okay yeah. that only stacking three blocks. Like, that's okay. That's where he's supposed to be. You know what I mean? And even if they are, but maybe we won't even say they're behind, but even if Johnny is stacking three and other kids are stacking 30, it's just letting you know comparatively where he is. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're behind either. It just says, like, typically kids in this age group stack, yeah. stack 30. You yeah. 
And it's not like a flat line either. It's like, you know, maybe yeah. your gross motor skills are here, your fine motor skills are here. So you just need exactly. to you know, beef that up a little bit. And so uh, most counties in Michigan are partic- participate in Help Me Grow. And so you can go straight to the website and you can take the ASQ from the website. And what happens is you fill out this form. They ask you some questions about your kid and everything. And then um, the, the information goes to a child specialist, a, a, a what is it? Early childhood development specialist. And then they reach out to you with resources. They say, Hey, listen, little Johnny, he needs to go to a block stacking class. And so they, they connect you with one in your area or, you know, obviously we're, we're being funny with the block stacking, but really. I think it's a great example because I mean, if, 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 if you're you, concerned, it just, it gives you a good starting place. Yeah. It's a great starting place. If you want to uh, screen your kids and figure out where they are developmentally, it's a great resource. And so the website is www.helpmegrow.com dash mi.org. So it's helpmegrowmichigan.org. It's helpmegrow-mi.org. And you can take the ASQ straight from the website. And it's a great resource really for all parents. And it's helpmegrow-mi.org. And so it's a great resource, man. Even I mean, seriously, even if your kid's only two months old, they have two-month-old questionnaires, and all the way up through five years old. By the time they're five years old, they should be getting ready for preschool and kindergarten. And uh, honestly, a lot of GSRPs and a lot of preschools do this evaluation as well. So, yeah, but this is a great way for you to start, or if you're concerned at all, it's a great way for you to kind of, you know, check it out and have some of those concerns eased. So it's a Absolutely. great resource. Absolutely. So, although we've come to the end of the road, <laughs> still I can't let go. <laughs> it's I don't unnatural know about unless you sing it <laughs> it's unnatural but uh it's that time when we talk about where people can find us all right Let uh, them Yo, listen find us on instagram at dad the number two the bone podcast instagram dad the number two the bone podcast yeah. also they can find us on facebook right you hit them with the facebook i did uh you can find us on straight up the words dad to the bone podcast on Facebook, and then you'll find our lovely faces. I always tell people, look for our faces. And it's just you type out the words dad to the bone. Uh, and if you if you need a little bit of help, because sometimes like I get a little bit like mumble with my words, like I'm a mumble rapper, uh, just look down right here. It'll it, it's going for me, it's going this way. So I don't know if you're seeing it this way, but it's going like uh, it's going that way for me. But um, and then what we also want you to do is find us on YouTube so we can actually own Dad to the Bone. Yes, the Dad to the Bone. We podcast. need 100 subscribers. We are well on our way, but we need 100 subscribers. So we need your help. <laughs> click like, click notification bell, get at us on YouTube. Link yeah. is in the bio. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Sam, we actually have come to the end of the row. So, do you have any wise parting words? Or do you just oh, want man, to just deuces, deuces, deuces. See you next time. See you next time. See you next time. All right. Until next time, same bat time, same bat channel. Peace. Dude, that's an old reference. That's old. I know. You're old. <laughs> Later. <laughs>